reading from the book of Jonah. But this was very displeasing to Jonah, and he became angry. He prayed to the Lord and said, O Lord, is not this what I said while I was still in my own country? That is why I fled to Tarshish at the beginning, for I knew that you are a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love, and ready to relent from punishing And now, O Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. And the Lord said, Is it right for you to be angry? Then Jonah went out of the city and sat down east of the city and made a booth for himself there. He sat under it in the shade, waiting to see what would become of the city. The Lord God appointed a bush and made it come up over Jonah to give shade over his head to save him from his discomfort. So Jonah was very happy about the bush. But when dawn came up the next day, God appointed a worm that attacked the bush so that it withered. When the sun rose, God prepared a sultry east wind, and the sun beat down on the head of Jonah so that he was faint and asked that he might die. He said, It is better for me to die than to live. But God said to Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry about the bush? And he said, Yes, angry enough to die. Then the Lord said, You are concerned about the bush for which you did not labor and which you did not grow. It came into being in a night and perished in a night. And should I I not be concerned about Nineveh, that great city, in which there are more than 120,000 people who do not know their right hand from their left, and also many animals? Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God.
Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go on your way. See, I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this house. And if anyone there who shares in peace, your peace will rest on that person. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide, for the laborer deserves to be paid. Do not move about from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and its people welcome you, eat what is set before you. 
cure the sick who are there, and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever they, you enter a town and they do not welcome you, go out into its streets and say, Even the dust of your town that clings to our feet, we wipe off in protest against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God has come near. Truly I tell you, on that day, it will be more tolerable for Sodom than for that town. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and buried, descended to the heaven. The other day he rose again, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of the Father Almighty. Thence he shall come, the quick, the quick, and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. 
Please be seated. 
Good evening and, and welcome. We hope you will join us for dinner afterwards, corn chowder and sandwiches. A suggested donation of $8, and if you're a student, we uh, hope you will join us, uh, our treat. Next week, we will not be here for Evensong. We will be here for Ash Wednesday. Of course, just before that, we have two, on Tuesday evening, Mardi Gras. Join us for a festive evening. And then on, uh, on Ash Wednesday, we have three services, one early, one at noon, and one later in the evening. And the evening one uh, at 6 o'clock, I believe. But check my math on that one. Check my scheduling. It will be live streamed. In the name of God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Happy Thomas Bray Day, everybody. Aren't you, isn't it great to be at church on Thomas Bray Day? What, what's your favorite thing about Thomas Bray? Go ahead, shout it out. Anti-slavery. I knew Joe would have something, actually. He, that's exactly right, but that's just the beginning, though a pretty important one. Um, before I actually talk about Thomas Bray, a reminder of the gospel that God sent, that Jesus sends the disciples out two by two, sends them out not carrying any purse, not carrying any bag, just themselves and their faith. And that by doing that, they spread the word of God's love. But what we don't see in that passage is the reminder of just what an impact on the faith, on the world, on the centuries, and on how many people's lives they touch. That doesn't get mentioned in the gospel. It's implied. It's hoped for. But we see a little bit in Thomas Bray's life just what that looked like. Thomas Bray was a priest of the Church of England, and in 1696, he was given oversight of the church in Maryland. He was given oversight from England, uh, of course, long before the days of email and text messages and live streams. So messages didn't get, get around very fast. It must have taken a little while. He only, <coughs> excuse me, he only visited the colony once. Maryland, came to Maryland once, but when he did, he, uh, I think he was probably a little tough on the clergy, but appropriately so. He reminded them that they needed to be saying their prayers twice a day. He reminded them that they needed to be preaching every Sunday. Yes, that took a reminder at a time. But he also founded 39 lending libraries. He, he raised money for missionaries. He, he also established schools in the colonies. He was an advocate for the appointment of a bishop. He was unsuccessful at the time. That didn't happen. But remember, in the colonial era, we did not have bishops. Imagine what that is like to not have that overseer, that pastoral guide. So that was an important thing that he did. He also established the Society for Promoting Christian Knowledge and the Society for Propagation of the Gospel. This meant materials, tracts, Bibles, theological works could be were given to clergy who really didn't have the income to purchase books. So they really raised the standard of teaching and learning in the Christian tradition. Uh, as Joe pointed out, he was uh, an ardent anti-slavery um, advocate. He also spoke out in support of, um, spoke out against mistreatment of native and first century populations. Uh, he was back in England from 1706 to 1730. He was the rector of St. Botolph 
without Aldgate. Someday he hoped to be the rector of St. Botolph with Aldgate, but it didn't work out. English joke. I've been working on that for a long time. But he also raised funds and awareness for those who were mistreated in prison, and that was actually what he did. He, he had these things called beef and beer dinners which, that he did in the prisons so that those in there could experience a little bit of dignity. So that's what, that's what beef and beer dinners were. But he also spoke up in favor of prison reform. And if all this is not enough, he is also the first person to suggest to General Oglethorpe the idea of founding a humanitarian colony for the relief of honest debtors, which we refer to as Georgia. So, in his spare time, he invented Georgia. So, he kind of did a lot, right? And, and as I'm reading about his story, I'm seeing it through a very modern lens and a very modern word. You know what I, I think he is? Think Instagram. He's an influencer. Far before we came up with the word here, Thomas Bray used certainly the position he had, but they also the faith, the people, yes, the people that he knew, but the, the things that he was passionate about. He connected to those things that were desperately needed, things that were supposedly invisible. Whenever we hear people uh, talking about back in the, in the era when slavery was, was legal and practiced, the people just didn't know better. Well, there's Thomas Bray 150 years earlier saying, yeah, you, we should know better. We should know better. But throughout his life, he was able to have such an impact that in all of these ways, even though, yeah, we don't know him too well, he had a profound impact on how our church was shaped, how our faith has been shaped, how we think of social justice, how we look at communities that are vulnerable and cast aside and invisible. This was the work of Thomas Bray. When we are sent out into the world whether crossing the Atlantic, whether going into the community and city of Cleveland, whether into our own small communities, into the larger era, global cyberspace world, we are carrying a message. We are not carrying things. We are not carrying a purse or bags. We are carrying a message of love. And we too are influencers. We too can impact individuals and cultures and communities by carrying the love of God. And that impact will last far longer than we will, but it will continue to shape the world so that we can see the image of God in every human being. Amen.
Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ, give rest to the weary, bless the dying, soothe the suffering, pity the afflicted, shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen. Let us say together the fifth prayer on page three of your bulletin. Bring us, O God, at our last awakening into that house and gate of heaven, to enter into that gate and dwell in that house, where there shall be no darkness or dazzling, but one equal light, no noise or silence, but one equal music, no fears nor hopes, but one equal possession, no ends nor beginnings but one equal eternity in the habitations of thy glory and dominion, world without end. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the peace of God, which passes all our understanding, Keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of God's Son, Jesus Christ, and the blessing of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.